justice, then you come to the right place. And I don't have no time to fuggle around today. <laughs> and in case, in case you couldn't tell, the word of the day is fuggle. <laughs> Brought to you fuggle. by Created For You. Um, we hustling today. We are we on one. Susanna have an agenda. Yes. I am packing because I am going yes. on a trip. So we on one today. Uh, we don't have much housekeeping because this is actually a pre-recorded episode. episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have many of those. Like when we first first started, we did pre-recorded episodes, and that was real pace because you know Angela was still up our asses. So we weren't really getting our done. <laughs> we tried. Uh-huh. Yeah, we did. We tried, but um, Angela was out for us. So yeah. At that time. Now she gone. Now may she rest in peace, you know? And rest. Maybe because rest. Susanna's convinced she dead. She done, she get. <laughs> and so right now what we're doing is this is our first pre-recorded episode since we've gotten closer to figuring our life out, right? I do have something to say. What's that? My braids. Yes. Look amazing. They do. <laughs> they do. Mine right. too. This is so. Mine too. But you were so right when you said being black. Yeah. It's suffer, right? Yeah. The obvious, like the obvious being raised, yes, yes, yes. black woman and the hair. Listen, it's a new respect I have for you all. All of you. I like my thingy. You like, I like braids. Uh, no, no, no. The um Oh, you like your satin bust. Yes. <laughs> if you go ahead to our Instagram, you'll see a picture of Susanna really leaning into the cultural experience. Yes. When we went to the hood for the roti that we told you about in the last episode, we also went to the beauty supply store and she got up uh, we have a the whole satin, experience. A satin scarf, right? So I showed her how to wrap her head in the night. Yeah. Did you do it last night? Of course. How did you wake up this morning? Was it like nice and secure? I slept. Two hours, Chanel. Okay, okay, but for the for the like little bit you slept. No, 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 hold on. Was it good? Hold on. It was like five, seven thirty. Yeah, two and a half hour. So I'm pretty sure I was like, yes, and then up. Yeah, me too. So when I woke up, normally like them satin things will slip off of my head, right? But mm-hmm. when I woke up, it was still intact, and the braids were like perfectly tucked in. Yeah, and, like, I didn't budge last night. I was out cold. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. out cold. Because yeah. you know we have to work. We also still work for the man. You know. Yeah. Don't so, worry. You know, one day when we finally make it, you know, one day when you celebrities <laughs> you sleeping you're on gonna us. Say, you're going to see you doing the we love We love working. Yes. You know, don't get us wrong. That we got us working. here. Yes, exactly. That's keeping just, us here. We're yes. just trying to say that we still have other jobs besides recording, you know? Yes. Um, to assist in the influx of funds to the podcast. We have a new Jade plan. <laughs> it's, uh, no, the Jade, you were reading yesterday that this, um, it brings money. So it does. we probably have a lot of Jade. Yeah, but the, the only thing is, is that one website, that if we have any listeners who are into plants who can corroborate yes. the story, come and help us. Share with us. Because we're, we're embracing the tantiness. This is what happened. Plants, the website come. said the Jade plan needed to be in the southwest corner of the apartment and i have a west facing apartment so that means that it literally needs to be in the kitchen which is on the side that have no window i don't think that's good for the plant no you know no. so at that point if we want to be rich we gotta put it in the corner but then we'd have to keep buying plants because they're dead but i don't think we meant to like kill them in order to reap no rewards. but maybe move like light and then come back that's what i do with a couple of, the, of my Oh, so like some days they'll be in the corner and then some days. Yeah, no, no, I mean, for instance, it's going to be sunny today, Mm -hmm. right? You move the plant to where the light is. That's Susanna. It's just so much work. It's money, Chanel. What is up? I'm funny. I just, you know, I just, so tired. Listen, this whole traveling thing in the pandemic is an experience already and I haven't even done it. This is my first, Susanna has traveled since the pandemic. This is my first official travel out of toronto no i'm lying i went to montreal by train last year (laughs) no i i got covid because my driver on my sharing app that i use the car ride app that i use the driver sneezed and pulled down his mask to sneeze while i was in the car he forgot i was in there and then he's looking at me like a deer in the headlights through um the mirror like oh shit i can't i just don't know and then I he, just don't want this germ. No, look. And then he whined on the window suddenly, like he realized that he sneezed, right? But by then, That's I sure. had plumes or diffused particles in my eye, right? It was too late. I didn't get it in Montreal. <laughs> I'm still healthy. Anyway, so this, I guess, is my second, but it's my first one by plane. I'm leaving yeah. Canada on a jet plane to go on a trip. And I'm actually very nervous. 
or did I tell you I paid for a seat so I could no. get there? Yeah, because I don't want them to put me in the middle. What if they put me between two sneezers or one who feel he could wear his mask on his chin? That would just annoy the fuck out, the fuggle out of me. <laughs> um, if yes, yes, they're 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 the assholes there. But the majority, what I encountered on my one trip within the, Canada, mm-hmm, within Canada, that's uh, a factor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a factor. <laughs> they were nice, right? No, but like there were a few that were assholes. Trust right, me. Right. Okay. Okay. There were a few that were assholes, but they complied. But the majority was complying, and mm-hmm. I like to know. I this is what I hate about planes, and you don't know this. Nobody basically because. I try not to criticize it because I do it when I sleep. Mm-hmm. I I sleep with my mouth open. Okay. So yeah, but I when you do that hate, on the plane, your throat gets so dry. But I hate seeing the head going like with the mouth open. That's fair. So now, no, ninety percent of them were complying, and I'm pretty sure they were like, uh, but the mask, the magical mask, was, was not only mouth. covering us from COVID. It was covering you from the mouth from, open. But Susanna, I have to say something at this point. One time I was super tired. I got like a 52-hour layover, right? (laughs) It was not that long, but that's what it felt like. That's what it felt like. I was Mm -hmm. trapped in New York. All of the people I knew were at work during this time period. And I was like, what to do, what to do? So I checked in my bag because I couldn't keep toting my bag up and down. Mm-hmm. And I literally went on a tour of the airport because that airport's huge. So you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I go this side online and I had a drink at the bar. Yeah. Then I went over here and I did a little bit of shopping. But that stuff got old quick. So then I, I was so tired because I had stayed up the whole night before. Mm-hmm. When I finally got on the plane, I was so exhausted. I fell asleep. And when I woke up, my head was on somebody's shoulder. <laughs> and it only happened to me once, but I never got over it. <laughs> I never got over and it. And the person was like, no, he just looked at me. But I opened my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he was also very big, right? <laughs> and he's sitting, he's sitting in the middle. It was one of those planes that had like four seats in the middle. And I got a middle end. Right? Mm-hmm. So I couldn't even finesse my way to a window seat. I got a middle end. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't in the middle middle, but I was in a middle end. Mm-hmm. And he was one of the middle middle seats. And he was a large man. Right? <laughs> I'm a, I would say he's probably at least 6'3". Right? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I'm sitting next to him. He's over here. His shoulder was higher. Yes, but it was like the like perfect like... height for resting my head, I guess. <laughs> And so I guess at some point I must have fallen asleep. But what I know about myself is that I wouldn't sleep with my mouth open. It has happened to me on a plane and mm-hmm. I caught myself and I, I always, my mouth. I always sleep with my or, mouth. Or I cover my head with like a pashmina or something mm-hmm. because I don't want it to happen. Mm-hmm. But you know what I do know? When I'm too tired, I snore. And I am convinced that I know. snored and this man <laughs> just let me sleep on him. <laughs> so you slept with the man. But you know. Just slip. Well, with the man I only told, on a plane. I only told my mother this story like must be a couple years ago and she's still triggered by it because she's like, what if the man was a pervert and he touched you while you were sleeping? I was like, Vanessa, well, I think he was just a nice guy who was just like, it's not bothering me. I mean, to be honest, with his size, I'm not calling him fat, he's just big. He maybe didn't even feel me. Ay, because chica. He, he's a large, like muscular man. He's like a big man. Like, oh, and big. Say, hey. Hey? I was too tired. I'm ready to go home. <laughs> so when I got up, I had no drool, thank God. And I look at him. He's looking down at me. His head's turned and he looks down at me. So I'm looking up at him. <laughs> and I was like, sorry. And he just smiled at me. And then I was like, okay. Because the lady was like, I miss dinner, everything, you know. That's how tired I was. Like, oh, no food, thing. but mm-hmm. nothing. <laughs> but you know what? Snoring doesn't bother me. Yeah. It's snoring that's not bad. You should sleep me. in a house with me, my mother. Anyway, we need to get into it. You know, we don't have no time it. to fuggle around like we said. <laughs> We're just giving you a little bit of tea from we can't even tell you what the feedback is from the last episode. Which was and super we didn't light. even even say. We once again did not say what <laughs> Okay. But no okay. I just I can't tell you from from last episode. That seems like yesterday. It was yesterday. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> the quinceanera. Um, the quinceanera, mm-hmm. yes. And today is this week 16. Oh, yeah, today is week Boom. 16. Uh, 
uh, from the last episode, I can tell you that way way lighter than what you have been getting from for for the previous three or two. Like what, we went, went like from, we went, went hardcore. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yesterday is like yesterday. I'll be like, <laughs> "Yeah, a teenage kid, put it on in the car." Do yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yesterday's episode really was a very um. Well, no, <clears throat> I mean, mine did have rape involved, but for the most part, it was just like nobody died yesterday's episode. But nobody's nipple was out. Nobody. Cut, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody lost. Yeah. Nip- no. I'm sorry. Yes. Cut. Yeah. We still stand by the dick tip statement for my episode, my story in last but episode. But still, like yeah, 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 yeah. But the grand scheme, since we've talked about people's arms, you know, balls being eaten. <laughs> on this show, I'm gonna say we did good last week, you know, nice and light. That's this not week, gonna happen today. Well, no, no, but <laughs> this, this, no, I think my episode is my story is kind of light, you know, but it's fascinating. So, I buckle up, we're gonna get started. Okay, we did not say what our story is called. Your, your Mine minister. is called Honorable Scoundrels. Mine is called Clues. Look at you with the one word. One word. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right. Okay, so let's <laughs> get <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> So let's you. So disclaimer, I had to use a little bit of imagination to fill in the gaps here because we mostly have one angle of this story. Like consistently in the different articles I've read, okay. we only have one angle of the story. So in my ad libbing, I am just trying to paint a picture. So if you do read the the um our sources, go click on our sources, which people do. They click on our sources all the time. Oh, yeah? And you're like, oh, I'm not seeing where that, that happened. Like I said, I'm trying to paint a whole picture, okay? At the same time, the washing machine's going in the background. Bonnie's going to town on her bed. <coughs> it's a whole experience hey, today. Oh, of course, the hey, door's hey, here. <laughs> hey, 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 Just you know, in time. Like, Just in time. We're going to start We're gonna start doing the chops with the door. Wait, one shot, two shot, three shot. We'll, we'll all be drunk. We'll yeah, all be drunk. Because, you if know, we do the door, the elevator, anytime I say at this point, we're At well this point, the or elevator. when you say, make a point. <laughs> the drinking games are endless here. <laughs> all right, all right, let's go. Point, okay. So our story is set in Australia, but it begins in Africa. Ah, okay. Look at us all over the globe. Traveling and all. Noella Rocundo. I'm pronouncing I like it. that. I like that name. I want to say Spanish. Noella uh-huh. Rocundo. Rocundo. Yeah, but uh, she African, so I think it's Rocundo. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, uh, Noella. Mm. Noella's a yes. nice name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she was fleeing Burundi in a search of a fresh start. Mm-hmm. I put a note here saying, I'm going to straight up tell you that I had no idea where Burundi was. <laughs> right? And I did the unthinkable for Criminally Clueless, and I looked it up. I did. Wow. <laughs> On the map. Because it seems very close to Rwanda. According to the internet, though, it says that the country has been locked in a brutal civil war. Mm. And they have a lot going on for many, many years. So it's not unsurprising with that information in mind, you know, whether it's, I, it's true or completely specific, that Noella would be seeking a new life somewhere else. And that new life is exactly what she got. In 2004, the mother of five emigrated to Australia, and it seems like fate was ready to step in. Because not mm-hmm. only was she getting a new place to live, but also a new love match. Mm. Mm-hmm. So Noella, when was this? It's 2004, girl, in Australia. Anyway, Noella, who only spoke Swahili at the time, needed a translator to assist her with adjusting to her new life down under. Okay. So with this in mind, her social worker at the resettlement agency paired her with another one of their clients. Mm-hmm. So the social worker had another client. The social worker was a Tinder. Basically, the social worker was Tinder, right? <laughs> you get, you and, use whatever it is. And that other client name was Balenga Kalala, mm-hmm. who was an English-speaking Congolese immigrant. Right? Okay. I read somewhere first he worked at a fish market or something, and then afterwards he was a forklift driver. Mm-hmm. And so basically, since he also emigrated in 2004 from Africa, not the same country, because he was from the Congo and she was from Burundi. Okay. Um, but still, they, they, he was able to translate, mm-hmm. and that's how they got paired up. And then when they got paired up, they kind of fell in love. Noella learned that Balenga was grieving. 
he was grieving because he fled the Congo after a rebel army attacked his village and oh, killed no. his wife and son. No. Yeah. No. Have you watched uh, Blood Diamond? Yes. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I said Blood yeah. Diamond. Yeah. Like I watched it. I have watched that movie more than once. Yeah? Yes. I watch it once. Uh-uh. Yes. I don't know how how, how Leonardo DiCaprio didn't get an Oscar for that movie. Listen, we could talk about how Leonardo gets snubbed all we want, but what we really should talk about is how Jeff Bezos' deal was trying to get in his pants. <laughs> Did you not see that? <laughs> no. The guy who owned Amazon, mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos, remember we talked about him asking him for money a couple yeah, episodes back? I know. His girlfriend, huge boobs, right? <laughs> They go to this party, and when they go to the party, he and the girlfriend came up to talk to Leonardo DiCaprio, and she's like this. The only thing she didn't do was rest her breast in his hand, right? And she's like, Leo. <laughs> oh, yes, I think I saw, saw a clip. clip. Yeah. yeah, there's a little clip. Yeah, yeah. and then jo- Jeff made a joke afterwards and was like, right. come, come, let me show you something over here. But it was a cliff on the other side. You <laughs> 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 come. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway, so... Um, yeah, so yeah, just like like Blood Diamond, they were fleeing conflict, right? Yeah. So th- that's what happened to his family. His family was killed mm-hmm. at the hands of these rebels, and that's why he needed to leave. So it would seem that Belenga was also in need of a fresh start, or a do-over, as you would say. So the pair hit it off, and like I said, they fell in love. They were so much in love that they moved in together in Melbourne, and well, in the Melbourne suburbs, mm-hmm. Kings Park, got married, and went on to have three children together okay. now noella was a mother of five when they met so noella at this point has eight children right there was no talk of what happened to noella's children after she moved to australia but i imagine that she was likely sending home funds depending upon the age of those children because that's what most immigrants do that's yeah. the immigrant experience you know you get up you leave you're making a competitive dollar which is very impactful back home you're likely gonna be helping out back home if you can. So things were good for Noella until she received horrible news from Burundi. Her Count. stepmother had died. Her stepmother. Mm-hmm. Okay. The devastated woman made the decision to return home to attend the funeral. Yeah. Like she actually really liked the stepmother. Stepmother wasn't like contentious. She said she lost the last person she called mother. Okay. Yes, in her life. You know, you people will have many mothers in their life yeah. for various reasons. I have this Canadian mom over here. Canadian Susanna mom. is honestly half responsible for keeping me alive <laughs> at this point. Oh, I thought you were talking about Anna. No, you. I'm the Canadian mom. Yeah. <laughs> Susanna has her own Canadian mom, yes. you know. And then one day when somebody comes here and I know them and they're younger You'll than me, the I will be their mom. Canadian mom. You see how this works? Yeah. Anyway, so that was her mom. The last one she called and she, she died and she was very sad. So she's like, I got to go back to Burundi. I'm going to go attend this funeral yeah. and pay my respects. All that Belenga knew was that she was staying at a hotel in Bujumbura and was likely to be busy with dealing with the death of the family member. Yeah. Unexpectedly, though, Belenga kept trying to reach Noella and he couldn't. So call after call went unanswered. And at this point, shut, 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 started getting the feeling that something was wrong because he can't get her he can't get on yeah and something was wrong noella had a tragic accident and she was dead oh no yeah, oh no uh, what mm. happened to noella mm-hmm. he couldn't seem to find out because remember he's in australia yeah in Russia, and he's trying to get people on the phone you know it, like give me give it, me some and this is a part of town that he doesn't know because he's from another part he's from of, another country yeah. and this is a country he doesn't know yeah and you know he's trying to get people on the phone trying to get her relatives on the phone trying to get people to you know like the tell him what happened yeah all they're telling him is that she had this tragic accident mm. and she died now i don't know if he thought about going to burundi to claim her but he not from Burundi. He okay. was from the Congo. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know the state of the three children at this time, like age groups. Also, in those situations when people flee, it's not really like they could go back oftentimes. I actually was surprised to hear that she mm. fleed and then she was able to return for this yeah. funeral. Because a lot of people, when they leave and they leave as a refugee, that's it. You know what I mean? They're, there's no going back. So the grieving man allowed this small community in Melbourne to support him. And he set about making peace with her passing. And the fact that he might never know what happened to Noella. That's not that's not settling, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, how can he go find out? Yeah. 
And all he knows is that she had a tragic accident, which is what he told everybody else. Noella had this tragic accident. Yeah. And don't know the details, but apparently she's dead. So support poured in for the now widower father of three. Mm-hmm. How much can one man lose? Exactly. Because this was supposed to be a new on. life for him. And Belenga, for, for a new life for both Belenga and Noella. Yeah. Remember, she was fleeing. And she had five children. She did. Yeah. He fl- was fleeing the fact that his, his child and his, his wife if got his killed. wife, yeah. And he was trying for a new start. Mm-hmm. They had this meet cute because remember, they, her social worker was his social worker. Yeah. And the two of them meet and now they're in love. Yeah. You know? The Tinder. The Tinder, yes. You know, the ethnic Tinders. <laughs> so, not able to retrieve her body and not able to get to the bottom of what happened. Belenga did the next logical step. I guess logical to him. Can't judge him because they don't know how people Go. grieve. Yeah. Right? No, I thought he was going to go. He said he was going to, he decided he was going to host a funeral or like a wake. Something to pay respects to. That's fair. Yes. Something to pay respects to Noella. The wife, yes. So friends and family in Australia could say goodbye as Mm -hmm. they should, even though they have nobody, nothing. Yeah. It's what his wife deserved. Mm -hmm. On February 22nd, 2015, stream after stream of mourners filed into the funeral, which Mm -hmm. was being held at the family home. Mm Mm-hmm. Coming in in droves to share their condolences. I, you know how it is when ethnic people of any kind meet because people did. It's not like no quiet. No. Oh, da, da, da. They're talking. They're laughing. People drinking outside. Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. The only thing, the only <laughs> different thing about this in a party music. is the music. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think people were doing all of that, like drinking, smoking, whatever. But the point is they were no, all I mean, there in droves. But, you know how they... No, 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 no. I said smoking just to compare to a party. Uh, yeah, a party. That's yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I tried to make a point. Make a point. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, but my, my, my point. <laughs> Your point. <laughs> my point is that um, uh, I wasn't trying to say that it was that kind of affair, but I am saying when ethnic people grieve, it's in uh, mass. You know, there are a yeah. lot of us. We're going to show up. Yeah. We're going to show out. Mm-hmm. We're there to let you know with this we bag here. of cricks and ch- with this cheese that we love you. Yeah. Okay. We here. We cricks got you. This is a Trini um, biscuit or like cracker kind of thing. Um, and it is a staple. You don't know bread, eat tricks. Actually, the um, tagline is your vital supply. And when I was younger, I never appreciated cricks. I was like, oh God, cricks. And you move here and now you're and then, like, mm. listen, when I'm hungry, just find me a bag of cricks. You know, <laughs> you can eat cricks and cheese, cricks and butter, cricks and tuna, cricks and. It's just cricks. That's and. your your <laughs> university food. No, I only started here. Oh. I didn't really used to really like cricks back in the day. Oh, like I just okay. kind of was like, Ugh, because you could get it, you know? And then now, when you're like hungry and you just want something quick, a little cricks and cheese, that's the thing. I'll go buy you some cricks, take a try. All right, so, like I said, February 22nd, 2015, stream after stream of mourners coming in, they're filing in for the funeral. They're coming in droves to share their condolences, yeah. and Belenga was tired. Imagine you're grieving, you're sad, and on top of that, now you have to be a host. You know, you're hosting people coming over you probably just want to be by yourself and be sad yeah the widower walked out the last of the mourners from the funeral giving them a half-hearted goodbye you know so he could get to work adjusting to life as a single dad until he saw something he never expected hands on his head in disbelief he said is it my eyes is it a ghost that why the vision before him simply exclaimed surprise <gasps> i'm alive no, bitch. Oh, surprise, I'm still alive. That's what she said. No. Surprise, I'm still alive. I take alive. the gun. No, no, you're gone. <laughs> you have a gun. Bitch. Was, no. It was Noel. No. Alive and well. No. Standing in front no. of her own funeral, announcing <laughs> her existence. Right? This is a real story, people. I didn't just fall asleep while um, Young and Restless was playing or something. I just dreamed I, of something. No, Chanel. How could hell? this be? She died. Right? You expect it. flogging your mind. Fuggling. <laughs> I'm fuggling. <laughs> Listen, that's gonna be she a hard died. one. You would expect that the bereaved Belenga would be ecstatic. How long was he grieving for? Not long. At this point, it's like five that's, days. But that's still too much. Exactly. I mean, five days you're thinking your wife dead, right? Surprise, bitch! I'm here. No. <laughs> that's basically what she said. <laughs> Chipotle and Russ. I want to see how many people show up. Surprise, bitch! Okay. So. <laughs> You would expect that the bereaved Valenga would be ecstatic to see his wife no. alive. But no. instead, he wasn't angry. He was terrified. He, he thought drew, she was a ghost. He, uh, yes, he did. He drew close. He touched her shoulder. Finding out that it wasn't his imagination, he jumped out crying. 
I'm sorry for everything. <gasps> Five days earlier, he really was having trouble reaching his wife at her hotel room. When he finally got on the phone, he said he tried calling her all day, but Noella, who was unfazed by his anger, just tried to push him, brush him off, saying she was tired and about to go to bed. So he's like, oh gosh, you're going, you're going to sleep so early. Like, after sharing how tired she was, he was just concerned. Mm-hmm. He was like surprised that she was going to sleep so early. And she said, you know, she had a really sad day. She's sad. Mm-hmm. Her caring husband suggested she go outside to get some fresh air because it's okay. hot in the room. And in the heat probably wasn't making her feel any better. Mm-hmm. So since Noella believed that, you know, Belenga was just looking out for her, she took the husband's advice. She went outside to get some air mm-hmm. and she walked right into a trap. Whilst outside, getting the fresh air Belenga prescribed, she saw a man running towards her pointing a gun. Ah! He told her, don't scream. If you start screaming, I'll shoot you. If you scream, they'll catch me. But you, you'll be dead. Be that motherfucker. That will be the, my, my last word. <laughs> I'm sorry, mother flogger. Facing mother floggers? Fuggers. Fuggers. Fug, fuggle, wait, no. Fugglers. 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 Yes. What the hell? Like, this is so hard. <laughs> this is why we did it. Don't, we try. We won't don't eventually... flog with me. Okay, whatever comes out of Susanna's mouth is the curse with the word. is fuggle, you know, but she's saying flog. So let's <laughs> just go with that. Anyway. Fl- oh, I'm doing it the Spanish way. Listen, now. Nah. Fl- Facing the business end of a gun, Noella did what most people would do in that situation, and she complied. After she was pushed into a car and forced to sit between two men who promptly blindfolded her and took her where she expected to meet her doom. Mm-hmm. So she basically is like, just keep to yourself, comply, do whatever they ask you to do. See this true. Yep. Once they reached their destination, about 30 to 40 minutes later, she was tied to a chair and forced to listen to them talk about their plans to kill her. Okay. One man said, go call the boss. And she was like, who's this boss? You know, is he going to come in? Remember, she have a thing over her face, you know, okay. coming in, like, when when the boss going to reach? Another one asked her, quote, what did you do to this man? Why has this man asked us to kill you? So confused, Noella like, asked, what, which man? Which man they were referring to? And to her shock, they told her, of course, her husband. husband. Baffled and in complete disbelief, she told them in no uncertain terms that there was no way her she husband would, this to her. would want her dead. Saying, my husband can't kill me. You're lying. She received a slap in the face for that. They tell her she was stupid. They have a point. Her kidnappers seemed annoyed at her ignorance and quite frankly, in their opinion, her stupidity. Telling her, quote, you are very stupid. You are a fool. Let me call who has paid us to kill you. So her captors called the mastermind, informing him that they had their target and gave them a detailed description of what they intended to do with the body. And then... To her shock, the unmistakable sound of Belenga's voice came through with Death a bomb. decisive kill her. <gasps> it was too much for Noella. Because this girl passed out, you know. She's like, I go. I can't, I can't deal with this. <laughs> you, you talk about how they're going to throw with your body. No. She hears she man on the phone saying, yeah, kill she. Yeah. She's like, nah. <laughs> so she check her. Oh, shit. <laughs> After completely checking out of the conversation and her situation, which I, I don't blame her for, Noella finally came to in an abandoned building, but she was still in Bujumbura and still with her unwanted companions. Okay. So they toting she around wherever they go in, it seems. Mm-hmm. Noella was resigned to her fate until one of the men looked at her and said, we're not going to kill you. We don't kill women and children. She even learned that her beloved husband paid them the money to kill her since November. Remember this February? Right? At this time, I think it's January. So when this, when this part happened. So since the year before, this man paid people to kill her. The captors were mm-hmm. like, how are you so dumb that you didn't notice something was wrong since November? This yeah. man gave us money since November to kill you and you didn't you didn't know, you didn't get yeah. a feeling like you needed to bounce? No, like, it's her fault. Like, no, dude. They, listen, like, they have questions they, because they think she's stupid, right? <laughs> the captors just like, look, look we ain't gonna kill you because... But you have a bigger problem on your hand, which is that you <laughs> think you're an idiot, right? But that's them. Like, I don't feel that way about you, Noella. Gail, no, this is because how the, just, this is how the story reads. No, but just just trusting the man that she decided to spend the rest of her life with. People have done stupid things like that all the time. They continue <laughs> to do it. <laughs> they continue well, to get married. Episode. Richard, Richard Terry two point oh yeah, Richard Terry two point. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 
So they're asking her how she didn't know what was going on. And she obviously had not suspected no. a thing. Mm-hmm. Not one to miss an opportunity. Her honorable scoundrel. That's why it's called this. Right? Yeah. Not one to miss an opportunity. Her honorable scoundrels decided to increase their fee. And called Belenga and demanded an additional 3,400 Australian dollars. Okay. Which is about um, 1,700 pounds. Which, of course, he had to pay to secure her demise. Because remember, they already paint a fantasy of her murder for him. Mm-hmm. They call him and they say, hey, look, we have she. This is what we're going to do. Da, 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 da. And he wanted yeah. that to happen. Mm-hmm. He wanted her dead. Because he, he didn't even mince words. He didn't say, oh, how she go? Kill her. Mm-hmm. So he had to pay the money. Yeah. Meanwhile, Noella's brother was worried about her because she didn't come back to the hotel. Mm-hmm. So he called Belenga and asked for money to pay the police. Because, of course, you know, they corrupt everything. Yeah. To open an investigation. Of course, Belenga, who have to keep up appearances, the, yeah, had to pay that money. money too. Right? So, now so he's he paying pay, pay everybody. <laughs> so, he paying the people to, to kill, kill her. He paying the brother her. to find shit. <laughs> this, this is what I was <laughs> Kill her already. I'm broke. Exactly. Right? So, after the captors get the money, they release Noella. But not without a warning. They told her, here what? We're giving you 80 hours to leave the country. Mm-hmm. And they basically were saying that they weren't going to kill her. But there were other people who were not going to be as kind. Like, yeah. hey, you get away from us. Trust us. Leave. This guy this guy is going to try to do it again. Yeah, he yeah. Gonna, they were like, your husband's serious about this. Yeah. He's not going <laughs> to well, But she heard it. Exactly. Yeah. So what they're trying to say is like, don't go back and be like, you know, like, oh, it's a misunderstanding. Like, no, no. somebody else He's tried so to do it. Not, no. Because you know? I've been away for two what days. A, what of an excuse? They're like, don't uh, fall for it. Like I said, they basically told her, they gone. are not the only they're people gone. who will probably do it, but they, they're the only ones who will give her a chance and let her go. Yeah. They told her, quote, if God helps you, you'll get to Australia. <laughs> 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 Their parting words for her were, we just want you to go back and tell other stupid women like you what happened. <laughs> that's like the, that's what they told her. Because she was so naive. Yeah, that's what they told her. That's we just want you to go back and tell other stupid stupid woman like you. Just go and tell them. I am sorry, Noella. I really laughed at that. I really did. Okay. So the parting words were that, you know, and basically that. All you people, y'all leave these countries, you leave the Congo, you leave Burundi, you just go live a good life in these yeah. other countries. You make all this money and look at you, you're trying to kill each other. That's what they said. They were like, you're so stupid. Basically, uh, after you made it, she now spent you... all the time with the captors being called stupid. That's all they did. They <laughs> yeah, like, the trauma, what's the trauma? Yeah, I'm man, dumb. dumb. <laughs> all they're dumb for trying to kill each other. <laughs> you're dumb we're for coming t- back. They're <laughs> 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 just... <laughs> Go back and tell the other stupid people. Like, this is all. Do not fucking come back. We're trying to kill each <laughs> exactly. other here. What the hell? You keep on coming. So somehow, me. Noella was able to make contact with her pastor in Australia. Now, I don't know why she chose the pastor, but she, she had to have known that's where she would get help. Right? Yeah. So when she contacted the pastor, she told him, listen, I am alive. Yeah. But begged him not to tell anybody mm-hmm. that she was like, because she need help getting back to yeah. Australia. Mm-hmm. The pastor was like, what? What? What do you mean? What do you mean, Belenga, do this? Keep that don't sound like quiet. him. Keep it quiet. But that don't sound like him. Yeah. But pastor, to his credit, didn't say nothing. Oh, okay, He good. treated like a confession and he didn't say a yes. word. Right? Yes. And he also helped her get back to Melbourne. That's good. Just in time to attend her own funeral. <laughs> so, <laughs> Belenga was ordered to leave the premises. So, now we be, we up to real time, which is where Belenga, they're catching a fit because he like... I'm sorry. He like shit. Like where you come from, right? Yeah, thought you was dead. Is it you? You know what? It's how he came and he touched her, and that's when he started to freak out because he was like thought he was seeing things. <laughs> so the pol- Belenga was ordered to leave the premises by the police at Noella's request. A few days later, the police encouraged her to call Belenga so they could catch him on the phone, yeah. admitting to the crime. So that, yeah. is, that is exactly what Noella did. Mm-hmm. After baiting him on a call, mm-hmm. he made a full confession over the phone. Begging for forgiveness and explaining his motive. So now we have a motive. (laughs) Apparently, (laughs) apparently, Belenga believed that Noella was stepping out on him with another man. And jealousy was his only reason, only reason for wanting to put out a hit on her. He had no proof. He had no proof. 
He didn't catch she. He had no text messages, no email. He didn't care from a friend. He see she getting in the car, some next man. He had none of this, none of this information. All he get, all he had was a gut feeling. You remember when he was trying to get her at the hotel? And he kept calling, calling, and he can't get yeah. her. Like, apparently, she's supposed to be out there grieving for the stepmother and have her phone attached to her hand. Mm-hmm. So every time he have a panic attack, she's supposed to take that call. But this is, this is... She has eight kids. Eight. Yeah. Eight. Yes. So when she tried some, she got pregnant. After eight kids, you think she's going to go out and be like, hey, Dickie. Right. Let me have some. Right. (laughs) Like, she, uh, listen, no. The hell. For centuries, women's, we have been jealous of everything that moves. It's engraved. It's engraved in our Latin American culture to be jealous of everything they do because they're only cheaters and blah, 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 blah. Right? But the moment a man has a... That cheating? He's scarred for life. (laughs) And everybody else have to know. Uh, No, he's rough with women because, you know, one, she don't know. When he was 10, uh, he mm. gave her a lollipop and then she, he turned around and he see she gave the lollipop to the next boy. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, me. let me get back to the fuggle story. Okay. Fuggling story. Okay. <laughs> when confronted by the police, Belenga said he had no part to play in the scheme. But then when he was confronted as well with the evidence, yep. including his audio confession mm-hmm. and, you know, of course, you know, proof the wife alive. She yeah. right She's best witness. <laughs> um, when that was played against him, he started crying. And he gave up any semblance of innocence. In the end, he only said one thing in his defense. And I quote, Sometimes the devil can come into someone to do something, but after they do it, they start thinking, why did I do that thing? Because you're a mildly but that was, that's piece all he of said. crap. <laughs> but that's all he said. You're a piece of shit. He didn't apologize. He didn't say nothing. He blamed the devil for this one. So then on December 11th, My goodness. in a Melbourne court, he pled guilty to inciting murder and was sentenced to nine years. That's too short. The, no, but the African community is mad at Noella. They're like, how dare you? Look, you're responsible for sending. No. But like, we love you, Noella. 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 Right? Noella. Noella. Noella, you're going to make the board. <laughs> Noella has officially made the board. <laughs> Noella, the Africans will hate you, but we will love you and send good juju. That's true. Well, they she, the Africans. They say how the vex that she have the balls to report Belenga, and now he in the jail. Yeah, like how dare she's he the one with the balls? Time. Obviously. But you know what Noella say? She said that she mm-hmm. plans to stand up as a strong woman. Mm, yes, and that's it. So now she's on to a new fresh start. Her okay. second fresh start. The first fresh start was Australia, and then she meet up this one. Yeah. You know what this remind me of? Remember that story about the guy, the um, the vampire, mm-hmm. and you remember when the girl was walking down the street, and a guy was like, psst, 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 "Come here, let me take you here." And she was like, "Oh God, no, you scary!" And then the vampire come and save her, and then he kill her. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it remind me of. Like she get intercepted. <laughs> yeah. She got intercepted by by Belenga. Piece of shit. What do you think of that one? No. Oh, you didn't think it was fascinating? Let me tell you something. That whole showing up at your funeral thing, that was, I thought that had a certain something to it. Because she didn't, she could have wait. She could have wait till the next day. She was like, you know what? I go into the, I go into the fuggling funeral. The fuggling funeral. (laughs) Right? I gone. I go into the funeral. I wonder if she dressed in black. That would have been amazing. Like if she had the thing on the face. And then she whip it up. It's me. <laughs> Sorry for the, the, the veil, right? You know, they wear the like, hat and the yes. veil. And she come in like the black. But how all the stories read is that she was outside waiting in her car until she saw him come outside. And that's when she made the scene. When yeah. all the people left, so mm-hmm. she probably waited till people were leaving. So I cannot scene. believe you still protect I him. I wasn't going to do that. From it. I was walking into, I was walking down the aisle with my dead ass. <laughs> I'm like, hey, look at me. <laughs> 
Look at me. Pop the door open. You know, <laughs> no, waiting like, for push me. it open. Exactly. Like, a big slam, like boom. Like 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 <laughs> when uh, when it's scary in the movies that the wind blows and the door goes like yeah yeah. yeah 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 yeah. I was coming in there the most dramatic. Big entrance. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you see, cultural. <laughs> just like she quiet. <sighs> just like no. You know what else I would do? Just the front door with that. Mm-hmm. I'd play some spooky music first. Or like, you know, like, like <laughs> shut. With, and, and, the like, ice. and then walk Shh. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With like, let it smoke come in. And, and the like, light. Ah! Stop like a little thunder. And like, like you man, you can you imagine the guy go like, I die. I might be stupid, but you. I'd have like some fake thunder lightning. And then I'd walk in. And then while the lightning going, like, all the lightning going, all the steps to my heels. You know, that's the day I wear in heels. Every other day I in sneakers. That day I in heels. I on your neck in my heels, okay? Because if you're going to try to kill me and I survive, I come into the funeral. Make sure you don't miss. Yes. Yes. Don't make sure you do not miss. If you're coming for me, don't do that. Don't do that shit. No, I love the only thing that we judging you is that the you fact that. <laughs> that you missed the chance to have a big entrance. I mean, showing up for your funeral is, is quite boss but to begin with. No, but no, no. you should have gone the I, extra. No, but look at this. Like, I I watched you <laughs> put on a show. Right. Like, I, I, I let you put on a show. That's right, that's right. And then I'm like, no. Exactly. While he was, you know what would have been real funny? If she walked into the church with the veil on, nobody knew it was her. Mm-hmm. And then she sit down next to him and put her hand on his back, you know? <laughs> like when he was crying. In the whisper. And then, yeah, then whisper like, oh, you know. Yeah. Like, you don't say anything. I have a knife. With a long nail. This is a knife. I have a knife. With the neck. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. It's me. <laughs> It's me. If you want me to stay gone, give me everything you want. <laughs> These are the last words you're going to hear from me. Yeah, right. Wow. Damn. Shit. Susanna, you scared me. <laughs> 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 All right. So that was my little case. I thought it was interesting. It's the second case in the row where nobody died. Nobody died? But you, they did. You thought so in the beginning. But, you know, in real life, they didn't yeah. die. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My case is not as... um. Lifting. Mine is only uplifting because the person really didn't die. She still have the opportunity to fuck around with him. That's true. That's true. So there was a, a semi-happy ending. Yes. Mm-hmm. You guys to yourself. Yes, I am brave. April 1st, 1988. April Fool's. On April Fool's. April Tinsley mm-hmm. was playing with... The, she asked her mom, Mom, can I go play with my friends? She was eight years old. Mom says, yes, they usually go out and play mm-hmm. a few houses. Do you know when you have those clothes? I'm picturing here, Don't mothers don't come mm-hmm. because back home at that age, I could go around two, three blocks to go play with my friends. Mm. Right now, I would say, no, thank you. I But mean, kind of. Like, it just, nah, to be honest, no, it never happened with me. Like, if I went to buy a Nisa, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, Anissa's mom used to be okay with us walking around. Not when we were super young, like when we were teens. Yeah. We were okay. But no, but this is like before okay eight nah, or eight. Vanessa wasn't allowed in that room, but she's a police officer. Well, April said, can I go and play with my friends? Apparently, this is a norm mm-hmm. for those set of friends. Mm-hmm. You know, mommies and babies mm-hmm. and kids. Mm-hmm. We gather together. We have we, a little network. We have a network, mm-hmm. right? So... Mom says, okay, you can go and play, but you need to be back by four, mm-hmm. before dinner. Four o'clock comes around. She didn't come. April is not there. Mom is like, the hell? I told her until four o'clock. But I can see why she waited out a little bit longer, because kids being kids, you're just playing. So she waited out a little bit more, and she said, the fuck, I'm just going to call. Okay. April's mom said... I'm going to call the house. Mm-hmm. And the lady at the other end, like the mom's friend, she said, no, we were by the park. Mm-hmm. And at the park at three o'clock, mm-hmm. April said, I'm going home because we were heading somewhere else. Oh. 
And Apple said, no, I have to go home. Because she knows she's supposed to be home at four. She's supposed to be home at mm-hmm. four. Again, I'm pretty sure that she was just like, I, do, I don't want to go too far. Too far. Yeah, then I can't make not. it home mm-hmm. in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And this is 80s. So there's have no cell phone call-in situation. Okay. Or location or, yeah, 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 or yeah. Instagram or nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And then April's mom goes to the police. She said, my kid didn't arrive. Somebody took her. Somebody took her. Somebody took her. She's like, no, somebody took my baby. Yeah. Because she did not come. And this is like three houses. Yeah. Like this, is, this is something we normally do. We mamas mm-hmm. do this thing. Police says, okay, we're going to start looking for her. Yeah. They didn't do that thing where they're like, well, maybe she's in the park playing. Or she's no, in the, the park. Bush. Like, it's already like five o'clock. So it's getting dark. For exa- Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's get it's five o'clock that she's basically two hours and under ten years old kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. didn't make it in the between two houses. Let's just say, for argument's sake, it was a block. Yeah, yeah. I get your point. Right. Yeah. So police and they don't have they don't have they probably wouldn't have like security cameras and stuff no, outside no, the house and no. because of the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So po- police for once said, listen. And said, okay, let's do something about this. Yeah. And they managed to call the community. And out of the sudden, 250 people. Well, yeah, this child missing. Showed up. 50 of those were police officers. Yeah. That's kind of nice. That is so sweet. They I mean, of, it's they're probably off the clock and they were like, let's go and see if we find let's, this. Yes. Sense. Yeah. That's very cute. Uh, you know, remember I told you that story about the guy who ended up in his own search party? I um, yes, he I get told drunk me. and he. <laughs> you told me that. I told my dad. He get drunk and, and he joined the search party to help find the man until he realized it was him they was looking for. <laughs> Susanna, <laughs> I <call> you. <laughs> Who would you say? Or I'll be like the most clueless and be like, oh, there's but another the Susanna is, missing. No, but the thing is that he was in the party for several hours. Before he realizes it's him they're looking for. But you know what I don't understand? It's a hostage party and people don't know what the man look like. Because you didn't pass for around the pictures. <laughs> oh gosh, Susanna, that's fine. That's, that's yeah. <laughs> because I assume when you have a search party, you round up the people and be like, look at this picture. Look at the outfit she have on, he have on. You know what but, I mean? I mean, you're looking for something unusual. I guess. So you're looking for something. Just, I'm not not saying that the person is gone, dead. Yeah, but yeah. maybe she passed, she or he passed yeah, out, yeah, yeah, yeah. or you know, you like, see, like a, a shoe on the side. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. But but yeah. Sorry, I I just remember that yeah. guy. Search party. Continue. Susanna, where? But I'm like I'm very capable to say, I I know there's Susanna. <laughs> I didn't know there was another Susanna <laughs> in the town. <laughs> and it'll still be looking for hours. <laughs> Today I was talking to you. Chanel, I'm printing the things. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to you. Yeah. I have my phone on. But you're looking for the phone? That happens to me. <laughs> Where's my phone? <laughs> you know what else I look for a lot? My glasses. Your glasses. Yeah, I look for my glasses all the time. <laughs> and they're on my face. <laughs> You know what I often do as well when I'm incredibly sleepy? Mistake the remote for my phone. So, like, <laughs> if you call me, I'll pick up the remote. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> that happens to me way more than I will in time. <laughs> you know, you catch me when I'm real sleepy, I will grab the remote. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody answered me. You're not talking to me. Why are you calling me at least? You're not gonna talk. And you're not gonna talk. Susanna, what is wrong with us? I know why I made that started that joke, you know, is because I know what's about to happen. And I just mentally not ready for it. But let's go, let's go. You have to finish. I see where this is going. And I'm not pleased. Um they obviously didn't find anything. And yeah. then witnesses start to come through. One of them said that there was a man on his 30th mm-hmm. forcing a girl that the witness believed that it was April into a blue pickup truck. Mm. I want to say something because the first thing you hear when like, oh, I, I see this man forcing this kid. They didn't call the police. But the thing is sometimes. You know how many times they would have called the police on me? Oh, because like, like, the child is like, stubborn. Mm. I'm not going. Right, right, right. The hell you are. 
I mean, that's fair. Im- imagine you going into every single parent being like, Are you okay? The child looks okay. Yeah, Everybody's yeah, yeah. okay. I mean, it's hard. Like, you just have to, as a parent, be patient yeah. and be like, yes, we're fine. Because in the end, that person is trying to do good. And God forbid yes. that it's your kid, the one that needs a, yes. a person trying to figure out whether your kid is okay or not. Yeah. You, you, you want, would want somebody to you step in. You would want that. So it takes a lot because when you have a kid going through those motions, that kid is just touched all the buttons that you need in order to get there. On April 4th, 1988, mm-hmm. so just three days after, three days too many days, mm-hmm. um, a, a, a person was jogging mm-hmm. and found April's body mm-hmm. on a ditch just west of Spencerville, Indiana. When I was reading about this, it says that the body was placed in a way that even if you were not looking, you could have find the body. So they weren't trying to hide the body is what you're saying. Exactly. It was like in plain sight. Exactly. Like It's not like, hey, here I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you looked, you'll see. You would find it, yeah. Okay, on this side with one shoe. On the other side, the other shoe, along with the back with sex toys. On the other side. On the road. So picture this. Oh, so one side one has road, her body. Her body uh-huh. with one shoe. On the other side of the road, just uh-huh. a little bit further, yeah. shoe and sex toy. Oh, what a disgusting. April Abtazi revealed that she was raped. Mm-hmm. And then is strangled to death. She has been dead for two days before she was discovered. So, so she was basically dead from the, the day she the, went ve- the very same day, yeah. Hmm. And she has been placed on that ditch just four hours before the discovery. I don't know how they get for four hours. It, I think it's one of those things where it's like exposure. So I think when they do these things mm. and they come across a body, mm-hmm. you know how long the body has been mm-hmm. there based upon like what bugs and stuff you find around the body. Yeah. Yes. So, like, I, I was watching a investigative show once, and they were saying, I know this is very, very macabre and upsetting, but, like, maggots set in at one at a specific time, and a certain kind of fly shows up at a certain time. And, yeah. then, you know, there's a cycle of decay. Mm-hmm. And based upon what they find, they can say, okay, this body's been in the elements for X amount so of long. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, right away, to local radio station starting funds for her funeral and her memorial service. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. April's mom, along with 89 members of the Fort Wayne community, formed a volunteer group. Mm-hmm. They call it April, Associated Parents Regional Independent League. Oh, wow. Or Abduction Prevention Reconnaissance. And invest- information, yes. Okay. <laughs> and information, like I, this is not me trying to make fun. It's just a yeah, hard yeah, word yeah, for me to word. say. <laughs> a reconnaissance is not easy word. This if is that's the word. they gather. They gather together to help the police in solving cases of missing children. Yeah. On May twenty first, nineteen ninety. So this is a month. Later, it was years two later. years, two years, two years like almost to the day. two years because uh-huh. remember it was April, right? Police found a message on a St. Joseph Township barn. The message says, quote, I kill eight years old April Timsley. And did you find the other shoe? Ha ha ha. I huh? will kill again. The message was written in crayons and the crayons were found very close to where the note was. And it's the 90s, so we're not still we're still not close to any kind of DNA evidence situation. Exactly. Sixteen years later. Oh shit! Oh fuggle! During during the Memorial Weekend in 2004, four notes were found in Fort Wayne area. Mm-hmm. Let me quote these four notes. Three of these were left on girls' bicycles, little girls' bicycles. How disgusting! Mm-hmm. Another one was left. On a mailbox. Mm. Along with these notes, there were used condoms and Polaroid pictures of a man blower body. One of the notes says, Hi, honey. I have been watching you. I am the same person that kidnapped and raped and killed April Tinsley. You are my next victim. What the hell? 
if you don't report this to the police, and if I don't see it on the papers tomorrow in the local news, I will blow up your house. So he wants them to post it. He wants the recognition. He wants the views. He wants to be in the news. He wants to be in the news. How nasty that he sent her this, they send these children these pictures. The police says, of course, all the news were talking about that. The police took the condoms and started investigating DNA. More weaponized jizz flew in. Granted, what I understand by that time, the DNA testing wasn't as sophisticated as it is right now. Okay. Advanced as it is right now. Uh, well, I mean, I guess it's still be in its infancy. You know, I just don't know when DNA really became a thing. I shouldn't speak on this. I don't know. Because of that DNA that they have, mm-hmm. a Virginia-based company called Parabon released a quote-unquote snap shop mm-hmm. of the sketch of a person that should look... Right, based upon his genetics, uh-huh. he would either be identifiable as, as black, white, Hispanic. Okay. And then they said it's a white man uh-huh. in his 50s. Mm. In May 2018. Okay, so three years ago. Yeah. yeah. Fort Wayne Police Department detective sent a sample of this, the, this guy's DNA to another department. Yeah. They use a better machine yeah, yeah, yeah. technology uh-huh, mm-hmm. to identify the relative of this person. Okay. And they got into a last name. Oh. Turns out this last name in this location it become for two males under the description of the mm-hmm. 50 and why not. One of them is 59 years old, John D. Miller. The neighbor describes him as secluded and angry. Police start searching around the house. And what do they find? A bunch of condoms. On like the, um, used condoms? Yeah. Ah, in the garbage. Like the guy who was sticking people with the yeah. needles. But, they t- but the, police, the police was smart. So they picked the condom and they said, I'm not going to grab the, the wrong one. Yeah. They picked the condom and they said, hey, I have more sample. Can you see if this match this? The, the thing that yeah, we yeah. have, it matched to the deed. We got the man. Right, Our right. So man they, is they John D. Yeah. They, they were like, gun. no, I'm not going to start questioning. I'm just going to go with you to you with my proof. With the evidence. Like, I'm taking you when I'm taking you. Yeah. Because yeah? yeah, yeah. uh-huh. obviously, this motherfucker is just nice. reading and telling them, hey, I'm doing this. I'm going to keep on doing you know, this. Right. Obviously, he's getting turned on by the thought of his crime. Yeah. Of course, it matched. And on July 15, 2018, police showed up at his house and they said, we need to take you. You need to come with us. After reading his rights, the police said, do you know why are we here? And he responded, April 15. But he wanted to get caught. Yeah, it took the court right on the police for him to confess that he had raped her. He had murdered her. And he left her on the side of the road. Did he confess to any others? Because I don't. I, I want to imagine that. Not want to imagine, but based upon how disgusting his crime was, I find it hard to believe that he just killed and raped her and nobody else. Yeah. No, no, I don't. I, no, I honestly do not know. So on December 7, 2018, he got charged for murder, child molestation, and confinement. He pleaded guilty. He said he raped. April, he strangled her with her bare hands. With his bare hands. His bare hands, yeah. And he was sentenced to 80 years in prison. She's a, he's already 59 years old. So it's a death sentence. It's a life sentence. It's a life sentence. That's the end of the case. That was very short and very un- upsetting. I don't believe that he only raped her. Yeah. Like, I find that very hard to believe. Yeah. Like, I just, I, I think that, uh, I think the police was just more annoyed at the fact that he was fooling them than his action. Yeah, no, you mean he was taunting them. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. He, cause like, he you cannot get me, you cannot get me. Yeah. But he, I think he got caught because he rubbed up on their ego Yeah. more than what he has done. He got, I agree with that, but only because... They did the extra legwork to find him because their egos were bruised. Mm-hmm. You know, uh-huh, like uh-huh. If he was staying quiet, 
it might have just been like oh you know we've got that april case it's gone cold for the last 30 years but the fact that he was keeping it relevant in their minds Mm -hmm. by taunting them Mm -hmm. made them go the extra mile to test every little bit of of evidence so he's he's in jail right now he's in jail yeah Yeah. i hope they welcomed him with open arms go along with the tip do the tip situation just cut the tip, cut I the tip. I don't think a man is inclined to cut a dick tip. I don't think so. I think I think because they have one, it'll be a really hard decision for them to agree to cut off the dick tip. So I don't think we could expect that. But I do know that they do treat their male, their child sex abusers as some type of way. Like we talked about a couple episodes Go ago. Go at it. You have 80 years to, to, to just make him remember what he did. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to wind up tonight because we have an agenda. Like I said, people have places to go. We are, I am traveling, and we have lots to do. Suzanne, don't cut any dick tips while I'm gone. You I'm going to try, try my best. Try not to miss me. I'm going to try my And don't best. steal my dog. But your dog is mine. Your dog is mine. Don't steal my dog, Bunny. Doesn't, she's, she's kind of our shared dog, but she just staying with you for the week. Okay, her home is here. Now, this biatch stopped yeah so it's for the entire recording she was going to town on our bed the yeah. minute we we're like okay we're gonna wrap up she's like okay I'm we're done, done. yeah mm-hmm. i'm done mm-hmm. you peasants finish with what you're doing come and take care of me <laughs> we know nothing please go to the sources linked on our instagram at criminally clueless or at our website at criminallyclueless.com to get the real tea. Follow us wherever you listen to podcasts and feel free to leave us a like or a review so we can dominate those ratings. Hey, we might be clueless, but that's not a crime.